and welcome to the PSPA podcast. I'm Liz Sturgis, a PSPA volunteer, and this is our 13th episode. Today we're speaking to another PSPA volunteer, Catherine Embry, who coordinates the PSPA Youth Support Group. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you for joining us today uh, as we mark International Youth Day by talking about the specific support PSPA provides for young people. Thank you for having me. Very uh, grateful to be on here. Great. So with your help, the PSPA Youth Support Group first launched during September 2020. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your motivation for coordinating the group? Yeah, of course. So um, I, well, 2020, as we all know, we were all stuck at home for a while. And uh, I moved home from university um, and my father had PSP. He was diagnosed when I was 16 um, and I... uh, went through all with um since I was 16 and 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 helped mum but I moved away to university um and then and then came back during the pandemic um like lots of students did and I suddenly realized that actually I didn't know anybody my age that had a parent with either CBD or PSP um and I thought you know what it can't just be me um it doesn't make sense that I'm the only person with a parent or even a grandparent that's got this obviously we know it's incredibly rare um and it does tend to affect the slightly older age groups so um the chances of having a child while you have psp is is lower um or a child my age at least um but i thought you know what it can't just be me they've got to be other people and as brilliant as my friends and family are and were um it's just different and even if you've got an ill parent PSP is different and it is really helpful to be able to talk to somebody that just gets it Um, and I'm sure people that are in any form of support group or have friends or family that have been through something similar um, whatever it might be whether you've got a friend that's parents gone through cancer and then you can bond through that or, or whatever it might be it is a very specific experience and it's just stuff that you can't really get across to other friends no matter how supportive they are um, and so I was sat at home in August 2020 and I just thought there's got to be something I can do about this there's got to be a community that I can create so I got in touch with the lovely people at PSPA and uh, indeed there were lots of people turns out <laughs> across the country that um, needed this group actually and yes I created it because I needed the group um, and I hadn't really anticipated how much other people needed the group I created it for very selfish reasons <laughs> And it's actually grown and grown and, and become much bigger than me, which is um, very humbling. And I feel very proud that actually we have that group. Um, and yeah, it's, it's grown from that. Wonderful. And, and there's something about being in a support group, as you said, whatever the reason you're in a support group, that there's an amount of things that you don't have to, to say because they're understood. Yeah. You don't have to complete, keep explaining yourself, do you? Or explaining the condition, which is really helpful. Uh, you can get on to bit more nitty-gritty sometimes can't you yeah yeah absolutely not explaining is a huge thing yeah. um, and also just understanding that you know some things don't need to be said um because as even if people are asking a very um you know kind and informative way sometimes it is exhausting to try and explain why you can't go out to this because you're caring for somebody or whatever it might be yes. so actually having those people to not explain just go, oh this happened today and they'll go yeah that happened to yeah. me yesterday and you go oh yeah and you've got exactly the support that you need yes absolutely 
that's great. So how often does your group meet and how and what are its aims? Uh, so we meet once a month. Um, another positive thing, there weren't many positive things about the pandemic, but one of the positive things is obviously the use of Zoom. Um, so we've got people from across the country. Um, we also have a few people internationally um, that join the group. Uh, so we do that on Zoom. Um, we're hoping to do a in-person meetup soon. Um, but COVID's got a little bit more rife again, so we will see. Um, and anyone can join from wherever. We tend to meet on Sundays because it's just a little bit easier, um, but they, they depend. And uh, we also have a WhatsApp group, which has been actually really, really helpful um, for people to just reach out with, oh, I've had a really bad day, can I give someone a ring? Or just chuck a message in, whether it's positive or negative. Sometimes it's just, look, I had a really lovely day with mum, and then picture of wherever they were, or even more practical stuff like, oh, I am... Um, has anyone tried this med medication before? We're having this problem with it. Does anybody know? Yeah. And then putting in touch with, with different people. Um, it's just a bit of a network of support, whether that is, I've had a really bad day and everyone goes, oh, sorry, what's happened? Or actually more practical in terms of, has anybody used this eating support or whatever it might be? Um, so it's both practical and sometimes just having a bit of a rant because you've had a rough yeah. day with a parent. <laughs> And, and, and are most of the people who come to the group hands-on carers or are they? It's a bit of a mix. Um, so I, um, one of the, well, one of the youngest, so it tends to be that we're all around our 20s. And um, we're looking at the moment, actually, and we'd love to hear people and get in touch if um, we've got people that are under 18. Um, mm -hmm. We've got a few people interested that are under 18 that we're going to create a, a separate group. Um so it tends to be people that um, are either hands-on carers with other support or um, somebody that does also just, just live in with the parent. Um, I was very um, lucky. I feel very grateful. I was never a full-time hands-on carer. Um, my mum was wonderful and is wonderful and took a lot of that responsibility off me. So I was very, very, very lucky. Um, but so we've got a real range. So there's a, a real... Um, range of people to, to offer support um, and it means that when somebody joins the group whether they live at home with their parents or whether they've moved away and they're just struggling with that separation with a parent that's ill um, there is somebody that can offer a bit of support and a, a shoulder to lean on because it is different for everybody yes um, and sometimes actually not being there is more difficult because you feel like you want to be able to help and you can't and um, so much of being ill with PSP and CBD is things change quite quickly and uh, sometimes it's quite difficult not to immediately be there so having this support group on hand is very handy you can just text and go what should I do should I go should I not go um, and people can, can help. That's wonderful and it's also good to know that people don't have to be hands-on carers to, to come to your group. Absolutely no yeah. everybody is welcome yeah. um, if you have a grandparent with PSP or CBD you're more than welcome we have mostly people that have parents with it um, but everybody is welcome even if you've got a, a loved one it doesn't have to be a large biological parent by any means and um, everybody is welcome if, if you have a loved one um with with either of the conditions please do please do join because um the main thing for me was having the support of somebody that was similar to my age rather than what their situation was we've got people from all different backgrounds we've got people from all all over the country um but the one thing that connects is that we're having to deal with this really rubbish illness at a really young age um, yeah. and the fallout from it because um, a lot of the support that I was necessarily offered or leaflets that were given out, it was all support groups 
and those are wonderful but they were all you know 40 50 plus and while everyone was absolutely lovely and very very welcoming it's just a very different experience and it's really lovely to have peers um that understand what's going on and silly things like oh you know um I really wanted to go to the pub this evening with friends or whatever it was and I wasn't able to because of this or um I'm struggling with my new grad job because I'm trying to juggle that with caring responsibilities or worrying about my little sister who's back at home with parents and they're not being able to you know go out and enjoy their friends as much it's it's very specific things like that that I think this support group helped um that wasn't there originally um and also explaining to people that it's not frivolous to you know feel bad and feel Mm -hmm. guilty that actually yeah they do want to just sometimes live a normal 22 year old life or an 18 year old life whatever it might be um you can be a a wonderful daughter or son and look after your parents and feel awful about it and be there and also you know want to go for dinner with your friends and that's absolutely fine um and you know guilt is wrapped up in being a child with a parent that's ill and it it always will be um because you never feel like you're there enough and you never will. And right. actually, that's something I learned over the period. And actually having a support group is really nice because we all went, oh my God, I feel guilty all the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, it's really lovely to have that. And we all go, yeah, but you shouldn't. And I go, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, and that's the reality often of support exactly. groups. Exactly. It's so important to be able to say to people, actually, it's okay to go. It's okay to have a bit of time for you. Absolutely. You need that. Yeah. So as well as that sort of um, emotional support to people that obviously is a really important part of the group, um, what other sorts of subjects do you chat about in your meetings and do you do it on a theme each time or is it an open forum or how, how do you run it? A bit of everything to be honest. Um, we have had um, themes with uh, themed months where we've had people come in and give talks uh, but generally it's an open forum. I would describe it as a social group that focuses on you know how to navigate yeah having a a family member with with PSP or CBD Um, so it is an open forum if somebody particularly wants to talk about something they are more than welcome to and everybody I don't know if I've just been incredibly lucky I don't know if people with parents that have CBD or PSP are all lovely but they seem to be um so everybody is very very welcoming and very supportive um and also completely understand the situation everybody else in the group is in so very very willing to listen and help and offer advice so sometimes it it might be um my job isn't letting me work from home um I'm really struggling um with getting over to see my dad as much as I need to what do you guys think what could I do are there loans from the council in your area that can help or is it actually oh we've got somebody in the area that can drive you if you can't drive um so practical things like that but also um hey I had a really nice week last week so I ran the marathon PSP and or um you know how's your job going um just have a bit of normality because I think sometimes particularly for people that are living carers that normal social seeing people that are in your age group completely dissipates and I was very lucky that I never had that but I'm very aware that you know sometimes and particularly coming out of the pandemic which I know we've been coming out of for a while but (laughs) 
<laughs> just feel really brief. It feels like it, yeah. Um, it can be really isolating. Um, and if you're not able to, particularly working from home, particularly with um, a lot of people who've just left university in the group, it's really hard to have those social groups and build up that social group if you are then also caring for somebody or worrying about somebody that has PSP or CBD. So having that ready-made support social element, I think is really, really important. And, you know, it's been really lovely to see people in different areas meet up um, and, and form friendships almost separately of the group, which is lovely. So people have been, you know, going out for coffee or actually forming friendships. And I've met up with quite a few people um, from the group individually. And it's been absolutely lovely um, to get to know people, actually see people outside of a screen. People are much taller than you expect, as it turns out. And that's, I was going to ask you what sort of support you, you've mentioned the WhatsApp group and, mm-hmm. and the monthly meetings and um, you're hoping to have a, a, a whole group get together. But I was going to ask you how how many people do manage to meet up on the bearing in mind that you are covering the whole country and international. Um, but obviously a few people do. Um, and that works. Does it works well? Yeah. So I would say that the primary thing about the group is anybody is always at the end of the phone if you need anybody they will be there and pick up the phone or answer a message um but what's really lovely as it started to trickle now that people have gone oh you're also in London let's go for coffee or um actually Liverpool isn't that far from Chester it's really close let's meet up in the middle um we've you know I can I can do two hours on Tuesday and I think what's really lovely about the group as well is that people understand that you necessarily can't just leave for a weekend. And I think that sometimes is hard for friends that don't have parents that are ill to understand. Yes. You can't necessarily just up sticks and drive six hours and then and stay away for a night or two nights. And so I think it's quite lovely that people understand in this group that actually I can fit you in between this and this, but then I've got to take dad to a hospital appointment or... Um, you know, I need to be on call in case mum needs me. Um, so there's that immediate understanding that, you know, this isn't me being rude running away because I've got to go. I've got to go. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's essentially just anyone that needs it is there and they can call. Um, and it has been more online, just the nature of the times that we started it. Yes. Um, but it is starting to trickle into the real world, as it were. <laughs> but I think also because of the, the nature of, of the number of people that you've got mm-hmm. where there's you know around the country mm-hmm. then the opportunity to be online and actually have that infrastructure available to you is wonderful isn't it and as you said that's one of the few things that have come out of the last couple of years as a a real positive and and um, in fact we're doing this podcast over zoom as well aren't we so in case people wonder whether we've got together or not <laughs> yeah um, and it's it's oh sorry it's um it's really lovely as well because we've been able to connect with people that we wouldn't have been able to if it wasn't online mm. um so I think something that's quite nice is there aren't enough there aren't enough people regionally that have parents with PSP or CBD that a would want to be involved or b can be involved mm. so it wouldn't necessarily work in you know a northwest youth support group so actually having the element of everybody in the country and, and a few internationally um, 
being online enables us to do this. So we've got members in um, up in the Northwest, um, we've got members right down South, quite a few in London. But I think if we hadn't done it online, it would have just been London. And that's really exclusionary, I think, in mm. terms of you just, you can't reach people um, if there aren't, you know, the groups to run it, um, the people to run it. Um, it's also a financial thing for people to try and get to um, certain places or time thing if people are working. So doing it on Zoom has definitely, I was considering potentially trying to, to turn it into an in-person, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense for us. We're going to try and do an in-person meetup and do socials, yeah. but the actual group is definitely um, staying online purely just for everyone's convenience. And it means that as many people can, can join and get help as possible, which is, you know, the ultimate goal. That's, that's fantastic. And, and talking of help, in terms of feedback from the group members, what do you think the main benefits are that people are saying they're getting from coming to the group? I'm blowing my own trumpet now. Um, <laughs> I on. think people, no, actually what, what, what I found is I started it um, because I thought it was a gap that needed to be filled. But actually all of the brilliant stuff is from the group itself. I kind of just coordinate the Zoom links and occasionally a speaker, but then everybody else being wonderful takes over from that. Um, I think the main feedback I've got is just having this sense of camaraderie, um, kind of what I was saying before, having people that just get it, um, saying, you know, dad fell backwards last week and everyone immediately going, I completely understand, or oh, we're struggling a little bit with swallowing this week and then not having to explain. As part of PSP, you struggle with da 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 whatever it might be. Um, so having that ready-made, it's almost ready-made friendship because you already have this one thing that you understand. Yes. Um, yeah. Even if it's, you know, it's ironic because I've made some really lovely friends through the group out of such a horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> something that I hadn't anticipated as part of the group. So I started group in September, 2020. And then very sadly, my father passed away about a year later. Having the group was really, really wonderful because we've got members that lost parents five years ago that are part of the group. We've got okay. members that have joined because their parents have been diagnosed in the last, you know, three, four months. There is support for anyone along those stages. And I didn't start the group as sort of a ready-made support group for myself. Um, mm. But it, it has helped. And having those people to reach out that completely understand and no, you know, just I'm sure people listening will completely understand when you've got friends that really help trying to help with grief and really trying to support, but they don't really know how to help because how are you meant to? Um, there's no right thing to say. There's no right thing to do. No. But having people in the group that have done it, they just go, yeah, you know what? You'll do it at your own pace. Take your own time. We are here if you want. I completely understand. Um, and it's also a really safe space for if people just want to rant and then go, oh gosh, that feels really awful. I sound really good. I, I feel really guilty. That sounds really ungrateful. Everyone goes, no, 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 you can say it in this space. It's fine. Everyone understands. Yeah. Whereas if you said, you know, it's really unfair that I've got an ill parent or it's, I feel really da 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 da, you might say it out loud in a, a different forum and everyone might go, hmm, sort of don't understand what that is. But because everybody in the group gets it, um, it's, a, it's a nice way of yes. a little bit of a vent because sometimes you do need a it's a safe space isn't exactly it? fantastic and it's also nice to know that you know you can and we're so sorry to hear that your father passed away last thank year thank you 
but it's good to know that you've got that support at that point um, mm -hmm. and that and uh, you know you hear of other support groups where people aren't invited to continue to attend once the loved one has passed away and actually that's really a, quite an important time to have the continued support isn't it so it's good for people listening to this to know that even if you know they don't currently have somebody who's who's living with it who's passed away some time ago that they could still access your group and and be a part of it and and have something to contribute to it and get some support from it so absolutely um and i would say as well um there's no pressure to come every week um sorry every month there is no pressure at all um people can dip in dip out you can come to one meeting and then never come again it's not for everybody some people don't like the form of you know being talking in a group some people love it um you can sit there and contribute you can do absolutely whatever you want um there's no pressure to come every time by any means no. um and some people have found that if a parent has passed away the group has actually been quite triggering and quite upsetting mm. and so they haven't wanted to say which is completely understandable and um you know the support is there if people want it and they can message but they don't be, you should not feel like you have to stay once you've joined <laughs> um whereas other people have really found it quite comforting um so it's completely personal and completely up to the individual um and I would say you know just because you've joined you can just sit in the whatsapp chat and occasionally drop a message in if you've got a problem or you can come every month it's you know it's very relaxed and I would never want people to feel you know obliged to turn up by any means um and I don't think people do um but it's it's very relaxed and should be a help rather than a burden to go oh gosh I can't make it on Sunday because I've got family dinner or whatever absolutely go to family dinner have a lovely time <laughs> we will be here as a resource when you come back um you can also go away for a year because you have a really manic year and then join again it's it's here as an, an open an open policy um and if people want to join having having lost a, a parent or a loved one um having not been it before absolutely please come along we'd love to have do people go about joining what, what's the process um so it's a very easy process uh we won't interview you we promise um <laughs> we so i have a uh, an email that you can email us on you can contact pspa uh, in general um and they will point you towards uh, me my name is catherine um and just say hello and i will help or you can email pspayouth at gmail.com um which i will send to you guys and you can probably put in the link for the description um email that and uh with either if you want a bit more information about the group maybe you're still a little bit um mystified about what it is exactly or um whether you are i don't know if you're concerned that you're eligible to join you are you're absolutely eligible to join um there's no pressure just drop me a line and then we can uh invite you to the next zoom meeting or if you want to just give me a ring um and we can have a chat we can add you to the whatsapp there are lots of options um but that's the best way of getting in touch Okay. And is there a, uh, you said it was sort of 18 plus, is there a top age or do you not? not no, there's not a top age. Um, it tends to self-regulate in terms of um, people don't tend to want to join the youth group because there are other groups that they can join if they feel like they're at the, 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 the next bracket. Yeah. Um, it tends to be under 30, but that doesn't mean that people that have parents that have PSP 
and CBD if they're over 30, you're more than welcome to join. Um, but it does tend to self-regulate, but there is no top age. Um, for the group currently, please do get in touch if you are a parent or a grandparent or auntie or uncle or whoever of a child that has a loved one with PSD or CBD. Um, uh, that's something that we're trying to work on to have enough under 18s to have a um, positive forum, but also a non scary and threatening forum because um you know it's a really complicated thing to talk about and with our 18 to 30 group um you can be a bit more candid because you know they're adults um and that while we are you know young people that's a very different conversation than a conversation you'd be having with a 15 year old so um yeah I would really want to in that case reassure parents or grandparents whoever are the guardians of the children um that you know it will be very sensitive and we need to keep everybody in the loop at all points. Um, but that is something that we're looking to set up at the moment because I would really have benefited from that when I was 16. Um, I didn't really understand what PSP was. There's no reason I would have done. Never heard of it before. No reason I would have done. Um, and having other people my age to talk to that also were a bit confused <laughs> probably yes, would have helped. Probably would have really helped. Yeah. Um, so please do get in touch if that is you or you have a child in your life that you think would benefit from that. Um, we're looking probably at over 12. Um, if there are children younger than that, um, I'm very willing to talk and do a different forum, potentially just talk to them separately. Um, but in terms of um, content and making sure that it's a positive rather than a scaremongering group, that's absolutely not what we want. We want them to be, have a camaraderie and a support rather than you know it being an overwhelming thing because it's already quite overwhelming as it is so um we would like to be able to you know, help and offer that support um for as many people as possible so please do get in touch that's wonderful thank you catherine um thank you for joining us today the the youth support group is a fantastic network to be part of and has a worldwide reach so if you have any questions about the group for people aged roughly 18 to 30 please get in touch with the pspa helpline on 0300 0110122 or email the helpline helpline at pspassociation.org.uk or also the youth uh, email which will be on the details with the podcast thank you very much absolutely thank you so much for having me and uh, always willing to matter to anybody that needs it about any of the things we've talked about um you can probably tell i'm a, I'm a talker so if you uh, if you want somebody just to natter at and natter with i'm here <laughs> That's brilliant, thank you.